Chapter twenty six of Hands of Iceland by Victor Hugo, translated by Abby Langdon Alger. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Sonia. Chapter twenty six. No, no, laugh no more. Look you, that which I thought so humorous has its serious side as well, a very serious side, like everything in this world. Believe me, that word, chance, is blasphemy. Nothing beneath the sun is the work of chance. And do you not see herein the purpose marked out by Providence? Lessing, Emilia Galotti Yes, a deep design often lies at the root of what men call chance. There seems to be a mysterious hand which marks the cause and purpose of events. We inveigh against fickle fortune, against the strange accidents of our lot, and lo, chaos is made clear by a fearful flash of lightning, or a marvellous beam of light, and human wisdom is humbled by the great lessons of fate. If, for instance, when Frederick d'Alefeld displayed his magnificent attire, his foolish complacency, and his presumptuous pride in some sumptuous apartment to the ladies of Copenhagen, if some man, endowed with the gift of second sight, had troubled his frivolous thoughts by gloomy revelations, if he had told him that one day the brilliant uniform of which he boasted should cause his death, that a monster in human shape should drink his blood as greedily as he, careless epicure that he was, drank the wines of France and Bohemia, that the locks upon which he could not lavish too many essences and perfumes should sweep the dust of a cave haunted by wild beasts, that the arm which he so gracefully offered to the fair ladies of Charlottenburg should be flung to a bear like a half-gnawed chicken-bone, how would Frederick have answered these dismal prophecies? With a laugh and a pirouette, and more frightful still, most sensible men would have applauded his reckless conduct. Let us consider his destiny more closely. Is it not strange to find that the crime of Count and Countess d'Alefeld met with such fitting punishment? They wove an infamous plot against the daughter of a prisoner. This unfortunate girl, by a mere chance, found a protector, who saw fit to remove their son, charged by them to carry out their abominable scheme. This son, their only hope, was sent far from the scene of his purposed villainy, and hardly had he reached his destination when another avenging chance caused his death. Thus, in their attempt to bring dishonour upon an innocent yet detested young girl, they plunged their own guilty yet adored son into the oblivion of the grave. The wretched pair were made miserable by their own hands. End of chapter 26